This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Up next on Inside Champ Car, every day at the track is a victory. Welcome to Inside Champ Car. I'm Brian Belansky. Bill Strong, he's pressing the buttons tonight. We were we won't have any loop through. I've been guaranteed. <clears throat> I don't even know if this is working. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They'll let us know if it's not. Yeah. Our guest today, Les Apps. Welcome, Les. Hey, how's it going? Good to be here. It's good to be here. It's good to have you here, my friend. Um, uh, we, we start every show. I don't know if you've ever watched one. If you haven't, this will be a surprise. If you have, you know exactly what's coming. Oh, yeah. um, what What got you mixed up in this crazy sport that we love? Well, a series of unfortunate events, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> they made a movie well, about that. They did. They did. Well, when I was a kid, um, I was about five years old or so, and uh, my dad kind of came to me and said, all right, you got a choice. You could be an architect or you could be a race car driver. I'm five years old. Like, what five-year-old wants to do geometry and all that other stuff? So, of course, I picked race car driver, right? And I don't know why he picked those two things because he's – He's a car guy. I'm going to air quote that and yeah. say, like, you know, he worked at Chrysler and things like that, but he wasn't like, you know, build it yourself or go to the racetrack type of guy or anything like that. So he's just like, you're, you know, race car driver or architect. I think he wanted me to build my mom a house, but <laughs> I missed out on, on that one. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I know a lot of architects and uh, grew up with a couple of them and uh, they make bank, man. They make bank. Yeah. So it seems well, like that'd be the easier way to get into racing. You'd think. Yeah, we just <laughs> did true. it wrong. Yeah. That's true. And if you watch enough YouTube, you can build your mama house still. Right. I mean, I got a saw and you know, I got a saw over there. <laughs> yeah. Good. So you got saw a press a hammer in your you got a press in the background? Oh no, that's a shelf. Sorry, I thought that yep, was a, a vice. Yeah, or a press. Darn, because <laughs> you ever watch those videos where they start squishing stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you find yourself at two in the morning, like, why am I still up watching this guy squish pickles? <laughs> right. I'm, well, I'm a machinist, so I work at a I work at a CNC machine shop, yeah. and like, you oh. know, there's times things you know get squished or tossed into the heat treat oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like that's like when I worked in the bomb dump. What does this powder out of a twenty millimeter round really do when you light it on fire? Exactly. Mm. Not that I ever did that. Explains that explains a lot, Bill. That explains yeah. a lot. And never do that in a bomb dump, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> right. 
So, so when you told your dad we wanted to be a race car driver, what did dad do to help that process along? So, and how old were you? How old were you when when this? So I was about five years, about five years old, and uh, about okay, well, about five. Then he got me some power wheels, you know, just kind of to see if I could, you know, grasp the idea of turning and not crashing. (laughs) And uh, after that, he kind of shouldn't say he went all in. He went all in at his his budget level, you know, sure. at his level that he could afford. So he poured a, uh, about an asphalt, asphalt slab in the front yard. We're in Akron, Ohio. So there was no built go-kart tracks. There was nothing like that in the nature there. So he poured an asphalt slab there and uh, bought me a chain drive go-kart. And uh, yeah, I was the only kid in the neighborhood that had a go-kart or oh, a go-kart cool. track. So, <laughs> right. That's so, too you know, <laughs> did I'm the just gr- driving around out there doing laps. Did the girls come out of everywhere? The girls did not. <laughs> the, the girls did not. <laughs> the weirdest thing, girls don't typically like race car drivers. No, no, they like those motorcycle motocross guys. That, that's where I yeah. live. That was the big, those guys and the uh, doom buggy guys. Right. Never understood and that. I was like, well, I guess I missed out on that. But no, it was a, it was a good time. But yeah, he, uh, he definitely bought me a go-kart and he told me, all right, kid, you're going all in. But he neglected to tell me. At some point, there was going to be competition. So uh, I was yeah. just out there doing laps thinking, I'm a rock star, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm doing all the things, you know? You floor, you understeer, and I'm like, oh, if you just keep flooring, you can go faster, right, Dad? And he's like, yeah, you know? Yeah. He didn't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so all throughout that, those stages, it was great. Um, grew up. Well, wait a second. Now, what was your, do you remember your first competition? What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> So how less really, well, I've been beaten down many a time, <laughs> but the first competition, he took me to, I think we went to like one of those bowling alleys where they got the go-karts outside and like the family fun oh, yeah, type yeah. deal. Yep. Went there and I uh, was finally old enough to get on one of the go-karts and we're tall enough to get on one of those go-karts. My dad's like, oh yeah, my son has a go-kart track. He's, yeah, you know, he's bragging, he's talking good stuff, you know? I go out there and I didn't know the track. I didn't know any, I just knew my go-kart. I knew what I did. So I go out there and I'm like going and I wham right into the wall. And like <laughs> everyone's like, oh, this kid's not going nowhere, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, pretty much got beat pretty badly in my family fun center area. <laughs> it was all good, though. Yeah. But it's good times. So so what was the next step from there? Oh, the next step, I want to say I got into RC cars there for a little bit, uh, made that mistake, spent a lot of money, spent a lot of my, my yep. mom's money on that. Yep. <laughs> so what was, what was your RC car of choice? Mine was uh, uh, an, uh, a so- team associated 12 scale IMSA car. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah, I was a HPI guy or HPI guy. And uh, I think the first car I had was like a, a Skyline or something like that. OK. And then just like. The natural competitor, like the natural like tinkerer in me, I went to a Kushu 10 scale, got gas, and then I had to, you know, got to do the two-speed transmission. You got to do all the things to it, right? So I got pretty good at that. I actually went to uh, state with that. I was uh, went down south to Col- was in Akron, so I went down to, south to Columbus and uh, got beat there, too, because uh, <laughs> all those guys were uh, doing some wild stuff. I switched over to electric and, uh, you know, everyone's hand-winding neural motors and... I don't yeah. know anything about that. <laughs> I don't but, know anything about that. Yeah, my, so everyone's doing that. My dad was a machinist too, and we didn't have cool things like that in the sixties. <laughs> you know. Yeah, because well, you're old. 
the kids I watched I, I watched across the street <laughs> while the, the, the rich kids did the little rockets. You know, the oh, SG's oh, yes. rockets. Yeah. Yes, I yeah, we did those. Yeah. We did those. Except we lived around Miramar Naval Air Station, you know. Yeah, that can get you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the yeah. F four Phantoms are doing circles around our houses. Yeah. That was that was always fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But they only That's went cool. up a hundred yards back then. They didn't go very high. <clears throat> but yeah. All right. All right. So, so after RC cars, when did you get into actual cars cars? Well, like all people my age, the Fast and the Furious came out. <laughs> of course. And it was it was amazing. I was like, I remember I uh well, my mom drove with me in her car to go see it, you know, the first one. And I'm like, and she let me go, she let me drive home. And I'm like, oh, she had a 96 <laughs> Achieva with oh, yeah. a 2.2 liter in it and the Iron Duke. And it had a traction control button. And she, she looked over and said, don't you do it. And of course I did it, you know, <laughs> click that boy off and leaving the, leaving there. And I was hooked from there. And I, it's, so I knew I wanted to do. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be Dominic Toretto. I wanted to own a tuner shop and do all these things. And from there, my mind was just, you know, everything I did was towards the dream and goal of that, you know, just in cars and racing and doing the thing. So uh, I moved to moved to Illinois. I went to Universal Tech, you know, because up not one night watching Speed Vision, you know, do you want to work on cars? Oh, yeah. Is it your passion? I'm like, yeah, they they know me personally. That's exactly <laughs> me. Spend forty thousand dollars and don't have a career. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. It's like but it's like when, UTI nowadays. Yep, that's exactly what it was. You yeah. know, just and moved up here and uh, I met a lot of like-minded people. Um, sorta, right? There was all different. It was like a, right. a mix of all. But you know, you have the your off-road guys, your import guys, and all your stuff. And I was an import guy. I, I had a uh, I had a different super than this actually. Um, and I just, you know, that's all I knew I wanted to do. Like, oh, my super, I want to do this. I want to do this. And I had no idea about road racing. I didn't even know mid-Ohio was there when I lived in Ohio. Oh. So mm. <laughs> when I moved up here, people were like, oh, yeah, so you must go to mid-Ohio all the time. I'm like, no, what's mid-Ohio? It's like, oh, it's Maryville's. I'm like, you mean the prison? You know, Shawshank <laughs> yeah, that's right. prison? <laughs> and they're like, no, it's a, a racetrack there. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know, you know, so. Yeah, all these um, years, and you even had right. a go-kart and the whole bit, yeah. <laughs> Didn't even have to leave, right? But I did. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I went to my first autocross, and uh, I had a, a Rabbit GTI with a 16-valve on it, in it. And I thought, oh, I just got to drive around some cones. This is easy. I'm going to kill these guys, ah, you know? And I had no idea about tire pressure setups or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just uh, a lot of people kind of held my hand through that. And I got through that process and I was like, well, autocrossing is probably not for me. But at that point, I was already in Universal Tech um, spending all the money. So I had to make it out of school. So my mom was like, hey, <laughs> right. I co-signed for this. Do it. Yep, yep. So did that, graduated school, um, start working at a tuner shop and uh, quickly discovered that Working at a tuner shop's really hard, also, you know. Right. Yeah. A lot of late nights, a lot of not a lot of pay. Yeah. Um, you know, you might not eat lunch every day at the same time. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was all fun and games. It but looks it looks it, cool in the movies. So cool. I know. <laughs> You're like, oh, is this big turbos and stuff every day? Like, yeah. I could do this. This guy's my first job. This guy's with smoking engines and their eBay turbo and make it work. 
And I was, yeah. uh, my first job, well, the first job I was there, I had all my ASCs, I'm master certified and all that. Cause I take, I could take a really good test. Yeah. You can't tell I'm a, I'm a really good talker. <laughs> I can take a really good test. So they're like, oh, okay. Well, your first job is, uh, go organize the boss's toolbox. I'm like, what, wait, what, <laughs> what? They're like, yeah, organize the toolbox and, uh, you know, load that car in the dyno. I'm like, oh, so luckily I had the, the parents that I did and they definitely taught me about being humble. So. Get a piece of humble buy that day and know I had to work my way up from the bottom and nothing's given for free. You got to prove yourself. So that's been how my journey's actually gone the whole time, even throughout Champcar, honestly. So that's been right. the best. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So wh- how did you discover Champ Car? <laughs> Champ car, let's, let's see here. I think. Oh, am I there still? Yeah, you're there. Yep. Sorry, that was me. I've done something wrong here. I can't go a whole show without doing something wrong. We'll keep talking while, while he keeps pressing buttons. Awesome. So I discovered Champ Car. Uh, see here, I think it was 2019. Actually, it was. Uh, yep, 2019. I was working for a team, Round Three Racing, uh, the McCalls, and they. I think their first effort was uh, in Champ Car. And that's actually when one of your previous guests, James Candelaria, he was one of the drivers coming through there. And we changed literally three transmissions at Road Atlanta on the ground. And man, <laughs> there has never been a day I want to quit racing so bad. That was so hard. That <laughs> was so, so hard. I was literally thinking to myself, like, do I really want to do this? And before that, like, you know, I'm, I think I was like 35 at that time, or maybe 30. I was, I was in my 30s at that time. So I was already hook, line, and sinker. I'd already raced in uh, grid life. I won a championship there. So I loved racing, but it was just like a different thing to endurance world. I was like, oh, this is really hard, hard. Like we like we broke the car and we have to put it back out there. We're like 15 laps down. Why would we do that? And they're like, no, hey, we got to do this. I'm like, oh, wow, it's a 14-hour race. And that's when I discovered the love and the passion of like endurance racing. And yeah. from there I've been hooked ever since. So what what was the car that you were replacing the transmissions in? The boxers. The the so this was the first when uh the boxers first came out in jam cars. So everyone's like, oh, oh pit, the pitchfork with the boxer, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh it it the the old venerable five speed, the glass five speed, and it just blew out second gear, then third gear, and I think we lost a a clutch slave in there too somewhere around the way and <laughs> it was you know and I, i'm just a crew member i'm like oh well you know just drive you know driving three years and they're like 
no. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you don't do that? <laughs> I'm used to being a you know poor boy status. I'll use whatever gear right. I got. Exactly. Oh. And that's the sign right. of a good racer. Is can, yeah, I can do really fast laps with one five-speed gear. That's all I need. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'll learn it. Yeah, right. We we won a race with one gear, the car mm-hmm. stuck in fourth. So yep. you know, I've seen teams pull into pit lane and they're like, "Yeah, we lost second gear." I'm like, yep. wait, this is Daytona." Well, then, <laughs> that's right. It's like, go, go, go first to third, and then yep. don't ever go out of fourth. Yeah, yeah it's like, like second gear. Why do you need second gear? It's like, well, it won't stay <laughs> yeah. in. It's like, no, you don't need second gear. You know, it's just skip not, right over it. Yeah. You just skip it or yeah. even just start out in fourth. You'd be amazed at what a race car can do. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. absolutely. But these are absolutely. mostly, I think, you know, we have a lot of folks that only drive automatics too. So, you know, they know right. how to drive a stick. They just don't have the real world with driving an automatic now or with driving a stick nowadays. So, for sure. It's a, a dying art teardrop. You know, and yeah, and you have, you, you still have those guys that have never had to push start a car daily. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell, you can tell. <laughs> when you got to think about where you park your car. Yeah. yeah. Go get a jump box. Wait, is this a stick? <laughs> Why do you need a jump box? <laughs> so yeah. now you, you said that was way back when you were 30. How long ago was that? Like five weeks uh, ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 38 now, so that was 2019. So I guess uh, that would have been 30 mid 30s. I want to say. So the the wild part the, of, the part wild part about that is that he's saying that he saw you know he was like 15 16 years old and saw the what is that movie? Um, oh, Fast and Furious. Yeah, Fast and the Furious. I'm thinking shit. I was like 40. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was in my 40s. Well, that's what I was just th- saying. He said way back when I'm 30, and I'm like. He looks like he's 24. What yeah. am, what am I doing wrong, Bill? Yeah. I'm just clearly doing something yeah. wrong. So, but yeah, well, they just... say the faster you go, the, the more, you know, the faster you go, the more at the speed of light you travel. Yeah. Eh, see? Yep, yeah. yep. Time there slows down. Yeah, that's right. There you go. So, so yeah, so I'm slow as shit. it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. All right, so when did you first get behind the wheel of a champ car? Uh, let's see. It was um Hmm. Was it visceral? I can't actually. No, no, no. It was a John Allen special. Ah, yes. So, That's right. yeah, that was uh, my first time at uh, Road Atlanta. Once, yep. a, once again, it's my favorite track. And it allowed me to toot my own horn here. But the four times that I've been at Road Atlanta, um, I have won that class. Well, the, the four, out of the four times I've been there, I've won that class three times. Yeah, Rich, so. well, all, he, all he could talk about on Facebook was how great you were. You know, it's just like, you know, is is he a good driver? Oh, yeah. I mean, just gloated, you know, just, yeah, it was pretty good. But I've seen you race. You're pretty damn good. You bring the car back in one piece. Most of the parts are still on it, right? Yeah. 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 And (laughs) all the gears work for, you know, but, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. You're fast. You are fun to be around on pit lane. Fun to interview, let me tell you. It's, uh, yeah. Don't hand him a mic. <laughs> Don't hand him a mic. So you go to Grid Life. Shirt mm-hmm. comes off. This is a picture I wanted to use for today's stuff. You singing at Grid Life uh, on karaoke, and it was mm-hmm. just a badass photo. <laughs> but I couldn't think of a good, you know, you know, uh, bullet sentence to. Right. Know, to <laughs> 
Because you know, yeah. but yeah, it's is that so? Is that something Champ Car needs more of? Is um, music, entertainment, smoking pot, you know, that kind of stuff? <laughs> well, I gotta say, I'm straight edge as they come, but I do yeah. like to party. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, party, but no. not smoke. But yeah, you know, like the the festival atmosphere. Is that something that Champ Car needs more of? I, I will definitely say it definitely brings in the younger crowd and gets people interested in things. So that's one of those, it's one of those things like, because we all go, when we go to the track, we like to hang out and have a good time. And there's always some high fives going around. And for someone just coming in a champ car, if you don't have like a strong sense of who you are, you can almost get lost in like, oh man, these guys are professional. You know, you'll see Riley, you'll see like Bob Barsha, you know, you see yeah. all these people that you're like, I've heard these names. My dad used to talk about yeah. these people's <laughs> names back in the day. And you're like, Oh, you see Randy Popes and you're like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. you know, so it can be kind of intimidating, I would say. But like when you have like someone that just kind of comes in and, you know, you have the music aspect and like kind of a party aspect, because everyone always says like, oh, I have a car. I want to get on track. I want to get on track. I want to get on track. But if they don't have that push to get there, yeah, then they'll never get their car finished. And what I really like about Champ Car is like the arrive and drive aspect. Like you can be a mostly whatever level and still come in and have a great time for one and not break the bank. So that's just really important to, I think, you know, the money aspect of, um, you know, the arrive and drive is really, it's really attractive to me personally because I don't have to fix any of these junk boxes. I can just come (laughs) rip someone else's. Well, that was kind of what I, you know, I, I built my own car. We, we started out doing this in Lemons, and we built our own cars. We serviced them. We prepped them. We got them to the track. And we had other people rent from us. Mm-hmm. And then when I stopped doing that and I started doing this job, the only thing I could really do was to do the arrive and drive. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I show up to John Wittenauer's or, or the um, Ron's uh, Visceral Racing, or there's been a f- whole bunch of others, and just show up with my helmet in hand and just hop in and go ride. It's just like, wow, this is freaking yep. good. You know, Ron once <laughs> told me I'm in the car and we're at yellow flag. And I'm like, um, hey, so the oil pressure's this and the water temperature's that. And he goes, I don't give it. I don't, I don't care. Just drive the damn car. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay, this is good. Right. <laughs> right. So much more fun. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so good too. Like it's, in, in a sense, you could take it as professional as you want or as like just a good time too, you know, and you, yeah. you'll be right up against, you know, like uh, my first time at champ car, like my teammates were Matt and Mark Pombo. So I'm like, you know, I didn't really know exactly who they were, but you know, as they were turning laps, I like quickly Googled. And I'm like, Oh, they are IMSA drivers. That's like my <laughs> ultimate big, scary oh, yeah. dream. you know, my, my big scary goal. I want to be an IMSA. That's my, my scary goal. And I'm teammates with these guys. My first time in Champs Car, and I'm like, okay, don't make an ass of yourself. Yeah, like don't <laughs> wreck, you know, and you know, yeah. and it was great. So it was it was fantastic. And so Matt went out, and I think he was second, and he ran a lap time. I want to say he was in the mid 40s. And then I went out after him, and I just kind of like you know hit the blinders, and I was like, you just got to do this. Let's go. And I actually went faster than him. So oh he wow, took that horn again there. Like, yeah. Eh, eh. That's but then awesome. after that, he went out again and he, he, he really chilled me what professionalism was. He, he like just blitzed <laughs> the field. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's how, oh, okay. <laughs> how, how cool is it though with champ car? Cause I, I look at the names on the champ car entry list, you know, throughout the weekend and, and it's just, 
it's to have folks like that who are racing at the level of IMSA or wherever Riley and and all of those folks come to NASCAR and then we get and I'm champ car sorry um we get to go and play with those folks you know and learn from those folks I can't imagine that you went through that whole weekend and didn't learn anything right you were watching these guys how they do things a great experience right I got the in-car video. I I watch it literally still. To the, I watch it all the time. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what I should be doing there. That's what I should be doing there. Okay. He made that decision to, you know, to pass there because he knew it was like the, you know, mitigating risk. And uh, it's, um, I know you, you guys might not be uh, huge fans of gangster rap, if you will, but uh, I believe it was, uh, he, he said, you know, when your idols become your rivals, that's when you know you made it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. ooh, like, these guys that I look up to where I want to be at, I'm getting to learn from them firsthand. Like I can see this. This isn't like I'm just on TV watching it or something like that. I can ask them questions after like, so why did you do this? Or why did you do that? Right. Cause it's, you know, it, and you know, sometimes I'm like, Oh, well, you know, they're trying to decompress and stuff, but they have so much more bandwidth than just the average, you know, just yeah. normal person that you can't overload them. I could just ask, I was just, you know, asking questions, writing, ask, you know, and it's it's great. I shared a radio frequency with uh, Randy Popes at uh, mm-hmm. Sebring. We were in probably the fastest champ car ever, which is the red car, the mm-hmm. <clears throat> Opal GT. And twenty five minutes, folks. Twenty five Ran- minutes. And if you Randy, over under. yeah. And Randy was in the <clears throat> green Toyota MR2, and oh. uh, you know the second place well at one point it was a second place car but he hit me you know at one point and so he wasn't second place but randy was in that car and doing fat he ended up getting fastest lap of the race and but he was explaining to us how he was doing each lap like every corner i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm I'm breaking here and then he realized i was on the same radio frequency so oh, i'll be quiet bill i'm like no no keep talking i'm taking i'm going so slow here i'm taking notes <laughs> so, <laughs> But yeah, that that was really cool with him doing that. He did the same thing with me at a at Amp one year. He got out of the car and he says, "Were you in the that that MR two that white MR 2 I said, "Yeah." He says, "Man, I can get you six seconds a lap right now," because he just <laughs> blew by me in whatever he was. And I it was a carousel part. Have you been to Amp? I've never been. To That's Amp. a really really fun track. It's a, it's a fun track. It's it's fast. It's a lot faster than you think. And there's a lot of elevation change there, which is. You know, we don't have it a lot of tracks, uh, especially in, you know, like where you're at. You're, you know, the Autobahn doesn't have a lot of. Um, not at all. Not, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> not but, at all. but, um, but yeah, it's a, if you ever get a chance to go to Amp, it's a fun track. But yeah, I was taking the carousel completely wrong, coming out of one corner to enter the carousel. And, it, and once he told me what to do, the next year I went back, I tried that and I was like, wow, so much more speed when you come off the, when you get at the end of the carousel. It's like, it's a little scary. But for yeah, really fun track. And John Whitnauer just signed up, or they're signing up for AMP this year, so it'll be their first time going. So, but yeah, fun track. Well, and the other cool part, Les, is because we're a family. You know, even though you, 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 I'm sure you can reach out to those guys now, even and and oh, yeah. chat them up and and talk to them. And you know, I got this coming up. Any <laughs> ideas? Any thoughts? Um, you, you make those acquaintances once, and they're friends for they're friends forever. Yeah. Um, as long as you don't run them off the racetrack the next race yeah. weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, our, um, our first the first champ car race on the East Coast was a twenty four hour or sorry in Virginia was at VIR on South Course where we're at this next weekend. And it was a twenty four hour on South, and it was uh you know Tony Stewart was there, and along with some other NASCAR guys, and uh, that was really fun, especially passing him and you know doing stuff like that. But it comes. But back he was to, on pit lane. No, he was in a. He was in a. He was actually in a Celica GT. I think it was either Celica GT or Super. I, f- I forget, but it was the earlier one, the one before yours, and right. it blowed up down the front straightaway. Mm-hmm. Oh, so one. you passed him because it had blowed up? No, we passed him earlier. He was having issues, mm-hmm. I think. But yeah. we don't talk about that part <laughs> of it, Brian. Come on, <laughs> you know I passed him. It still counts. Right? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh gosh. So what do you, what do you got going on next? What are you racing this year? Um, any and everything. I always say have helmet will travel. Um, looking to rent more seats. Uh, actually I'm signed or I'm going to Gingerman with champ car for the focus. Um, BHI focus. They're contracting me. I can say contracting me to drive. (laughs) So it's also a yellow car. So if you guys don't know anything about me, I'm always, you know, I'm the brightest guy on pit lane, you know, all yellow race suit, you know, so I'm, you never miss seeing me. I'm always wearing something yellow. So that's, that's so, that's so surprising. Like you're so understated. That's my car color too. Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you need choice. a driver. I do. Yeah. And you've done mid-engine cars, right? With the Boxster. I have, I have. Now, big difference between the Boxster and let's say a front wheel drive car, you know, throttle lift over steer is not really present in a, mini or front wheel drive car yeah no it's uh i I gotta say i do love a front wheel drive car because uh when i ran the grid life series in was my integra and it's just something about nine thousand rpm and just that that front wheel something special about i don't know what they put in that in that motor in japan i don't know what they they sprinkle in that motor but man it just (laughs) makes me smile every single time it's the sound right just Just, yeah i remember yeah sitting next to uh what a, um, Simon says, and they had one of those, I, I don't know if it went to nine, but it went, it was close. It sounded like it was yeah. going to nine and, and those things go to nine. They sound like they're going to burst at any moment, but, yeah. um, but it sounded so good next to you, you know? So, and you know, usually it was one of us was past the other one when he hit nine. I think it was it's... him, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. It so, was, all right. So, good. so what do you, what kind of uh or how what would you tell people to uh get started in racing now that you've been through all this would you start with go-karts would you you know as a little kid or even as a teenager what would you do now um, different i would say i feel like a lot of people have watched the was it the drive to survive mm-hmm. so f1 is the big rage and I mean, I'll always see this hot take and I'm not, I haven't gotten any hate mail for it yet or anything, but I don't watch F1. I'll be honest with yeah. everyone. I don't watch F1. I haven't watched F1 since like in the nineties with Schumacher. Cause it's just kind of like eh, to me now, you know, it's all there's science. one team that runs away with it. Yeah. And it's just, it seems so unattainable to the average for to me, you know, even as a race car driver, it seems so unattainable to actually be in that sport that why would I even, you know, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like the best driver always wins. It seems right. like the best technology wins or who spends the most money. And if you haven't started karting when you were like 
six months old, then eh, probably not yeah. going to do it. Oh, dad doesn't own a bunch of stuff. Uh, you're probably not going to do it. Right. <laughs> so. And I think that's starting, where that's where IMSA is looks more attainable now because it's. I mean, we see a different view of it because we hang out with those guys. A lot of those guys that race in right. that series, and it's like normal guys. It's, you know, there's some out there that, you know, aren't clearly not normal. They have huge amounts of money and huge amounts of talent and engineering. And none of us are normal. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) True. We, we choose to do this stuff most of the time with our own money. Yeah. Most of the time to the potential detriment of our well being. Yeah. (laughs) We're, we're, we're all a little twisted between the years. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Normal is relative. True. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, I'd yeah. say carding is nice. Um, but I will, I, I don't think that the driver skill has to be there right away. I think that'll come with, you know, just getting there, just getting to the track. Like, cause at some point, like you just, you kind of just got to like rip the bandaid off and do it. You have to go out and suck, you know, yeah. <laughs> like you, you have to go out and like discover like, Hey, I'm really bad in the rain or, Hey, I'm really bad at driving this and then just get better from there. And the way my personality works is like, I like when I find something I'm bad at because then I'm like, Ooh, right. yeah, I, can, right. I get a chance to be better. Like, Oh man, I, I live for those moments where I can't do something. Like I'll, I'll just try something sometimes, like just, just do something. I'm like, I wonder if I could jump off of that and not right. break my leg, yeah. you know, and I'll try it. And I'm like, Oh, I did it. You know, I still like the, in, in, there's probably some that are going to disagree with me, but I still like the progression of starting in lemons where you're seriously controlled at what you do. If you get a wheel off, you create a little dust cloud, you get pulled in and black flagged and talk, spoken to and have to do something mm-hmm. stupid. And that keeps you from overextending yourself or overdriving the car or you're overdriving yourself. And I like that. And, and when you're ready to get more serious, then you come up to champ car. And I think they're better prepared for, you know, those issues of, you know, the rate, the wheel, the wheel stuff. than right. if you just went straight into, into champ lucky or WRL, you just, it's, I think it's, there should be a small progression and right. You know, and I like that. Almost well, like some I, type of licensing system. Um, <laughs> well, we, we've, it's been talked about, but I don't think we're going to go there because it's, it's difficult costs of, cost to do it's really high and we don't want to we don't want to do that but um but yeah it's you know we've had guys that started out in champ car with no issues so i think but, yeah go ahead i i would just say i i think it's important if, if you're starting out and and people do it all the time they have tons of money and they go right into a corvette or right. or a boxster or something but but it's everybody i've ever dealt with myself and, and when i give people advice i say start with something that's low horsepower start with something like a miata or a golf gti or or you know a chevy sonic i mean pick something that really you got to drive know how to drive it to make it go fast right as opposed to you just you got a car that will go fast whether you know how to drive it or not all the nannies Um, on it and stuff and yeah exactly you know and and i think that's a real important step to take is to not you know even if you've got the money to go do something faster and 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 especially if you're going to rent car owners out there i know they want to just get the money to put people's seats in their cars but but you know think about who you're putting in your car what their experience level is um and and i've seen guys and gals who 
were miserably slow when they started, who have turned out to be the fan, most fantastic race car drivers out there. And then I've seen people who were relatively quick right off the bat and then realize that that last 5% is really, really hard and they yeah. quit. Yeah. You know? Well, that's quite the same thing with car builders. You know, you finally right. get it. You finally get it to the point of now we're finishing and you're back to the part of where all the, the, the first part you ever replaced <laughs> is now breaking again. It's just this continuous circle. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. But yeah, it's, 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 uh, I, I don't go back to the licensing part. I don't know if that's a good thing because I mean, the SCCA had that NASA had that or NASA, whatever they're called. Um, they had that in early days and it was so difficult. And I didn't understand what I had to do to do that right. until lemons came out and said, Hey, just show up, bring a car, do a theme and let's have some fun. And that's right. how we, my group of, of friends, which one of them's Troy and um, one of them does spec E 46 stuff now. And um, there's a, a bunch of guys have gone through our system, racing strong and, and uh, Trulio and mod squad. And, they've all gone to do really good stuff elsewhere. So, you know, it's, it was a kind of a really cool progression. Um, we've talked about uh, some folks that said SCCA is a good place to come through. Tim said that, which is good, but um, where I live just could not get enough information about how to do it. Nobody would, nobody would help us. So that was, that was a hard part, you know, build a car and come to some point. Well, what, how do I build a car? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. Well, so Bill, you started back when? 2009. I mean, it's it, no, 2009. No, we started. No, so you, I started back in the 80s, but I left. Right, yeah. right, right. So, so, so things have changed a lot since then. Right. You know, b- back in the 80s, arrive and drive wasn't a no, thing. No, no, no. You, 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 you had to build a car and come. Yeah. You know, or know somebody who had a car that you could borrow, or, or you know, a friend yeah. or something. Whereas now in all, almost all forms of motorsports, um, there are so many arrive and drive options that, you know, when I tell people, I said, do not buy a car, whatever you do, do not buy a car, go rent something from someone. Yeah. And at least for your first time, because I, I know people who have gone out, bought a car, bought a trailer, bought a pickup truck, all that kind of stuff, went out there, scared the living crap out of themselves the first time. And then they were trying to sell it all the next yeah. weekend. Yeah. You know, don't do that. Why well, have had guys do all that stuff and never get to the track? We've seen yeah, it over that the too. years. <laughs> you know, they spent yeah, all their yeah. money trying to get there and just never got there. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, it's 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 a fun journey, but then it's not very fun sometimes. So, what's yeah, the right. worst? Less, less. What's the worst part of racing that you've been at? You know that you've you've been through, if there's been any, because you always have a smile on your face. <laughs> you know, um, that's kind of a weird question because it's never at the racetrack. I've never, like I said, I've never had a bad day at the racetrack ever, right? And I travel all the time. Like this weekend, I'm going to Barber to crew. I'm doing it. You know, I'm instructing. I, I, I do all the things, right? I'll instruct for extreme experience. So like, they'll put me in the right side of a, you know, a 600 horsepower Lamborghini with someone that's never been on track, and Ooh. I coach them how to do it, right? Yeah. And everyone's like. Wow, why would you do that? I'm like, well, I get to drive the car too. So that's like seat time for yeah, me, you yeah. know, and they pay me to do it. So it's like, okay, you know, and I get to see different tracks. So that's not that all that stuff is still the cherry on top. I love every single moment of that. This, the hardest part is like if, and it's going to be kind of addictive to my age, I guess, 
when I post something online and then like, I think is the coolest thing in the world. I'm like, I did this <laughs> and here I am. And then like, I'll get like five likes or something like that. But I'll see like a bunch of people viewed it. I'm like, my people, we should do this. <laughs> like, I want everyone to be, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, this is awesome. And I just like including everybody in my whole, my, my whole journey to do this thing. Right. And some people are just like, hey, I'm like, oh, well, it kind of hurts a little bit. But, yeah. you know, but I, I no matter what, I, I keep doing it. So this last Atlanta race, when um, we wound up winning the uh, the B series, the B class, um, that Monday on work at work, I brought, or the Tuesday at work, I should say, I brought a cake in that said, you know, congratulations, first, you know, first place. You know, I bought right. my own cake to celebrate <laughs> my win at my job. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'll send you guys a picture. And everyone's like, I'm like, yeah, I, I love this with all my heart yeah. and soul. Like, it's coolest thing in the world to me that's all right i had all my i had all my friends i grew up with they're on facebook with me friends i went to high school with and over the years and and you know i'll see them so what are you doing i said dude i post this stuff online all the time he goes oh yeah all you do is post about car stuff that bores me so i just i just hide you right it's just like right well and and back i say back back when i started when there was no facebook there was no social media if you wanted in-car video, you were putting a ginormous <laughs> yeah. camcorder on your car, you know, that was Did like that. bigger than your helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would go and, and tell my friends that I was going racing and they would roll their eyes. They would have no idea what I was talking about. And then I had nothing to show them right. to prove that I was doing it, you know. And yeah. so it's a whole a whole different kind of a whole different situation now. Um, so, so, so Les, you said you grew up near in Ohio, but never knew mid Ohio was there. How about Nelson? Legends? You, was there. Nope. So have you since been to any of these Ohio tracks? So I've been to, uh, mid Ohio now. I actually got my first podium in grid light. That's where I got my first podium at as a uh, mid Ohio in the rain. That is a great track. And I start, my first stint was half of it was in the wet. And yep. it's a fun freaking track, man. I love that track. Yeah. It's it's pretty yeah. good. I kind of wish I still lived there. <laughs> but <laughs> my, yeah, my first to... wreck was at Mid Ohio. <laughs> Ouch. Nice. Yep. Nice. Well, you have the three tracks there. You have Mid Ohio, you have Pittsburgh, and you have Nelson Ledges. Yep. So there's. I've, I've only been to Mid Ohio. <laughs> yeah, you got to do Nelson, man. Nelson is the bomb diggity. It is so freaking fast. It looks simple. It looks just, uh, it mm-hmm. looks boring, but you are on the edge of your seat. If your belts weren't holding you in, you'd be on the edge of your seat, you know, just like, ah, but yeah, fun <laughs> track, fun track. And we got a race coming up there. So anybody looking for a driver for, you know, for less, get him, get him. He's, uh, he's, available. he's available. Yeah. And, uh, that's going to be a good eight plus seven hour at, uh, uh, yeah. And they have the, the kink there. That's just flat out. And it's scary. It's scary. So, so, yeah. so did you take family to Mid Ohio with you? Did you, did your family all show up? Yeah, my mom, and my dad came down. That was a that was a really cool. Oh, cool. Uh, yep. One of my I will say one of my favorite uh, top five memories. Uh, Champ Car. Uh, I forget what year it was. I guess it was like twenty twenty one. Daytona. I flew my mom down, and uh, you know, like, hey, mom, like, it was my birthday week. It was like. The most magical time. It was, yeah. you know, I flew my mom down my birthday weekend. And, you know, I was like, hey, I call you. Hey, 
hey, old lady, let's go put our toes in the sand somewhere. And she's like, <laughs> what are we talking about? So, you know, flew her in and uh, she gets to the racetrack and she's never, she's seen me race kind of, you know, but she's never been like in the thick of it. You know, this is an endurance race. Right. Like, this is Daytona. Right. Like, I could get hurt. <laughs> you know, I could get hurt and it's going to rain. So we're in the Mini Cooper and uh, we won that race. And we won that class and it, it was one of the most magical moments of my life. And just like, having the lights on my mom's yeah. there it's my birthday weekend i i bring my own champagne to every race because <laughs> like you guys ever watch that like yeah. i bring my own champagne to every race because i ex- i shouldn't say i expect to win but i'm coming there yes. to win yes so like right I'm, I'm there for that and like it was just the most magical time my mom was so happy and proud she's like wow you know like all right well now you know you're in your 30s and you're not married and no kids uh <laughs> I see what you're doing. All right, I see what you're doing oh, no. now. You know? You're married and you have kids, and it's right behind you. Yeah, yeah. She calls them grand cars, actually. Yeah, grand cars. <laughs> so because of you is why we started doing the champagne at the VIR 24. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, why? So I went out and bought champagne on my own dime. Though it's you know, it's, I think it's like thirty bucks. <laughs> so. So you know now no we buy cares now since like. well Just, now champ car is buying it so I only buy the best cristal or something like that no. right <laughs> gold bottles only yes yes uh, so all right what good. what's what's the plan what's the rest of the plan for the year look like for you uh just renting more uh crewing a lot more uh trying to learn trying to learn more about data so want to learn more data stuff because I want to go faster you know I want to right like yeah. I said my big scary dream is IMSA so. Got to do that. Got to have some driver feedback. Got to be able to do all those things. Um, well, Riley's and, uh, really data, Riley's data guy just left. So I don't know if I want to jump into that role just yet because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I might not be ready just yet. But, <laughs> but you never know. I, I shadow uh, somebody. So right, it's right. it's funny because IMSA there's there's all kinds of levels you know within mm-hmm. IMSA. You got the you know the the beginner series which is. Not the, the beginner Michelin series. Pilot Challenge. Yeah, the, the, no, isn't Pilot Challenge the higher up? And then there's one below well, that, they, isn't there? Yeah, they they all now they have a Mustang Challenge, right? That's the one Chelsea's going to be doing, which is the entry level to that. And right. then um, they, they also have. Well, no, I think it's the the first step now is other than the VP. That yeah, the is, VP, isn't it? Oh, yeah, there's the VP, VP Challenge. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, but so, the VP, you know, you might want to look for teams card. there, and you know. You never know. So, yeah. and that's how you get this experience by actually do it. Just like driving. You actually, yeah. when you start doing it, you're thrown into it. And it's like, wow, okay, I can do this. You know, yeah. just, yep. just tell the race car driver the data, the data says you're awesome. They'll buy it every time. That's right. <laughs> get under the car and make some noise. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. Tick. yeah. There you I'm go. Tighten yeah. up the bars for yeah. you. Put on special staggered tires just for you. I saw that in a movie once. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go hit the pace car. Yeah. Right. No, don't hit the bigger, base car. Bigger fuel lines and everything. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Chelsea, I young, Chelsea, I definitely watch all of you. And Chelsea might be running a race, so don't hit the pace car. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. You'll, you'll make her really don't angry. Yeah. So almost like uh, someone speeding down pit lane at Road Atlanta. Who did that? I don't know. Was that so? Oh, going to oh yeah, they had like a seventy-five mile an hour, seventy-two. Oh, that's Roger's car. That was Roger actually. Did you do it too? That was me. Yeah, there was. Yeah. <laughs> the, 
So because of that, we've got some new Flagtronics t- telltale stuff that will let us know how fast everybody's going and alert us in areas that wouldn't normally be patrolled. There's not too many right. tracks like that, but Road Atlanta is one of them. So, yeah, yeah. well, I, I had a good reason. I apologize. Yeah, you know? yeah. And well, yeah. we came away with the win and drank some champagne. Everything's fine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And you just needed a rest anyway. You know, yeah, I was, you know, I could have minutes. been speeding. I was out of fuel. Yeah. You know? you never... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you slow down when you're running out of fuel? I don't know. No. Well, no, he needed to get the fuel into the back of the tank because that's where the pickup was. Ah. <laughs> I got an excuse Science. for everybody. Yes. There you go. <laughs> you know, so the top drawer of my, my toolbox says, says victory speeches. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom drawer of my, my, my toolbox says excuses. Ooh, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I got them all. I got them all. <laughs> so. Anything else before we let him go, Bill? No, I think that's about it. Fun, fun guy to race with. He's a race against and a hell of an interviewer on pit lane. That's what I like about him. So I haven't done those in a while. Maybe one day again. You should do it. Well, it's so like about 50 at, other things I'm doing. So looking at the chat, I think Les should give Timothy Elliott a call. Yep. VW front wheel drive golf oh, GTI. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some yeah. or another. So give, well, give, give him a call. So, yep. All right, Les, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Anybody you want to thank before we go? Well, I have questions for you guys. Uh I see most of the time, you guys, like, everyone just kind of goes through and just, but I'm one of those people that likes to ask questions because I like to learn things, you know? Bring it. So so you guys have a lot of experience, I will say, before I started driving. We're we're old. He just said we're old. Right. (laughs) Just, you know. I'm used to it. What do you... What do you guys typically do or what's the progression of how you've, uh, you know, you can't maybe calm yourself down before you get into the car or what do you listen to or what's your mm. process? You know, some people put their glove on in a different way or, you know, how do you guys kind of mentally just put yourself in that zone? Well, I'm you go first. I I'm that guy that, you know, the race starts at nine at seven o'clock. I'm in my suit and helmet sitting on pit lane if i'm not if i'm not prepping the car or i and i and i am starting the race i'm usually suited up my focus is that i'm in my head i'm just going over the track what i remember of it if i've never really been on it or what i did last year what not to do you know what am i going to do if this happens i'm just going over this through my head so that it's just refreshes you know that i'm ready for it um just visualizing and then just being quiet, you know, listening, trying not to panic. Now, when I was, and this goes back to Kevin, you've heard of Kevin Tule, right? Yeah. Okay. So Kevin was one of our, he started with us. He was one of our drivers, our fast driver. Kevin would get out on track and explain to us the track while he was setting FTD, you know, talking on the radio. Just, <laughs> it was insane. He was just so good. But there was a couple of times I got on there and I'm like, I cannot be six seconds slower than Kevin. There's just no freaking way or whatever it was. It was a huge number. And basically he's like, you know, they're watching me on the video and they see I'm just tensed up and I'm driving like, you know, just relax. And after that, when I relaxed, I just, you know, loose hands a whole bit. I just, there's four seconds right there, you know? And it's like, okay. So that's kind of what I've, I try to teach myself is or tell myself over and over again. Does it work? Yeah, who knows? Just and and over and over again. Don't wreck the car. Don't wreck the okay. car. You know that kind of stuff. 
<laughs> Brian? I, I'm just, I, I like to get to grid early and be by myself with the helmet on. And, and I, I don't listen to anything in particular. Um, but the one thing I do in the car is, is I talk every bit of every lap. So I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm coaching myself through every lap, you know, on the gas, modulate, brake, brake, brake here, brake, turn in here, turn in here, um, heart, light on the gas, hard. I mean, I'm literally, and I do the exact same thing every lap to get myself in a rhythm to be able to hit my points where I'm supposed to do it. So my process is more for going through each lap as I possibly can. Um, and, and yeah, that, that's, that's the thing that gets me going is because if I stop talking to myself, my brain starts to think about all the things I can screw up. Um, yeah. So I, I guess that's why, that's why I never want a live open mic because <laughs> i also i also swear more at myself than i swear at any other driver on the racetrack yeah i do swear so a lot. i do swear a lot when i'm doing that yeah the, the other so. thing too is that i'm during the race i'm constantly you wouldn't know this by my actions but i'm always looking to see where where i shouldn't place myself or what i you know don't just mm. wait just wait just wait um and but that was back when we were racing all the time you know, you just, it, there's a lot of things that just come naturally when you, when you're racing every three weeks for the year, there's, it's, you don't have to, you're just focused on, okay, how fast can I go? How fast can I go? What's, what's the car doing? What's here? Oh, there's a guy in front of me. I can get around him and boom, it just things come naturally. When I don't do that now, it's a lot harder. It's, you know, I can't go as fast. Um, mainly because it's just, holy shit, <laughs> this is scary. You know, I'm going to break the car or damn it. I may, I should not have made that move now. Why did I do that? Why did I, you know, why did I get door to door with him? You know, that kind of stuff. And it's not my car. So, <laughs> you know, right. Those yeah. little things, not that I did anything to yeah. anybody's car that's listening. So, but, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's just, you're worried. And, you know, you're hearing guys, you know, they're not talking to you on the radio and you're wondering, well, I wonder what my lap times are. I wonder, because some teams don't have lap timing um, right. or they do it differently than what I'm used to. Um, I like the predictive lap timer. So that tells me a lot um, of how I'm doing. Do you use the predictive lap timers or what do you use? Yeah, uh, typically the cars I'm in, they usually have the aim and I, I own a Sentinel too. Yeah. So I can, they usually can see everything live timing back too. So it's. So shout out James Candelaria, Sentinel. Yeah, Sentinel. Right they're one of our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. You see that? Oh yeah. Yep. And we, yep. yep. So, but yeah, that's that's it. I I probably talk too much. No. Um. <laughs> so I'll I'll out myself here. This is something I'm always um try to be clear about who I am and something I'm working on this year is I is weird. I enjoy the battle. Mm -hmm. So as I've gotten more into Champ Car now, like Champ Car has some of the best drivers that i've experienced i'll say that right at my level um and just you can battle with someone lap after lap after lap after lap and just be so clean and just like you know just edged an inch perfect every time and i just enjoy that so much and i find myself like just enjoying it like you know maybe yeah. not taking a pass when i can just take the pass or if i got more power i can just like motor them or something but sometimes i'm like I'll just lift a little bit just to let them kind of get through the S's <laughs> real quick, you know, because I, I just enjoy it so yeah. much. It's almost like you're playing. And I, like I said, I, yeah. I love 
this sport with all my heart and soul. And it's just, I'm so happy in those moments. And then like, I look back at my video and I'm like, oh, okay. I can see my foot. Like, you know, you can see the throttle trace go lift. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, you're <laughs> all right. Unless you're being kind of a wiener. You're like, you should probably just pass this guy. <laughs> like, well, it's, it's, that's, that's true because you know, when I look back at the absolute most fun racing I've ever done was with Troy in his cars. So, you know, we were equal back then. Now, when he made him really fast, taking all the weight out of it, that sucked for me, sucked all the fun out of it. But when we were equal, that was the absolute best racing because you're dealing with other cars. You're trying to stay in front of them. You're watching him pass you. He blocks you. I block him. And that was fun. I mean, it was right. just, it was, it was, it was great. So much, it was kind of a distraction sometimes, though. You found yourself, right. why am I way over here? <laughs> the line's way over there. I need to be way over there. I'm going to end up out. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was fun. So, yeah. You know, Bill, I, my, one of my best friends, G-Dub Henderson, we'd watch an interview and, and he'd, we get done watching like a Max Angelelli or something. And G-Dub would look at me and he says, he's got the passion. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I spend here an hour here with less and, and he's got the passion. Oh yes. Very <laughs> much so. Yeah. And I, I bet it. you he's really boring at home, but you get him at a racetrack. Totally different guy. <laughs> I don't think he's boring at home. <laughs> he's got a he got a Supra and he's a Toyota guy. Can't be boring. They're the best. Right? <laughs> okay, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> Any other questions? No, that's it, really. Um, oh yeah, he's doing the questions, isn't he? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say like so. Also, um, what would you say the biggest progression over the years was? Like, do you think the tire technology or you think the electronics technology really? really just like just shot everything to the moon. Oh, I know exactly. I'm just interested in all these things. Yeah, I've been in this series since 09, so since 10. Mm -hmm. our, actually, our first race was uh, spring of 10. Um, the biggest progression was open ECUs. The next mm -hmm. one was weight. People will talk about tires all you want, but biggest progression was when people started, uh, there was a lot of people cheating with those plug-and-play hidden ECUs inside their their E30 and Miata um, ECUs. We knew about or we we suspected it. Um, we never really prove it without opening stuff up. <clears throat> and I think some people got caught with their open ECUs or with their aftermarket mega squirts inside their stock BMW ECU case. Mm -hmm. But... um. They uh, that was a huge game changer when they opened them up because then everybody started getting aftermarket ECUs and gaining 10, 15, 20 horsepower or more. You know, who, who knows? Um, but then the weight people started taking all the crap out of their cars and and lightning to the point of death. I mean, look at Ron. I mean, basically cutting the car in half and, you know, taking all the bits out. Nothing against our rules. And I saw nothing wrong with it because our rules didn't say you had to have the whole car there at the time. Um, and that created people doing other stuff, you know, making their cars as light as they could. But that was the biggest game changer. And then recently, since everybody kind of equalized with the weight, then it was the tires. You know, some of these super sticky tires have come out. And, you know, they either last or they don't last. You either have to have a lot of money to buy them or you, you still run the Durezas like I do. So, or the Maxxis tires, which are really cheap. So it's it's, you know. That's I think was the biggest progression was e open ECUs and weight. Brian, I, I think it's video. The fact that every car now can have 
you know, some sort of reasonably priced video system and Bill and I can get in the same car and then we can take the video out and I can look at where Bill's fast and Bill can look at where I'm fast or Randy Popes can look at our video and say, oh, man, no, 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 no. I mean, and, and that there's so many opportunities now where you can find someone, you can find a coach and you, you can send them your video and you can pay them a couple hundred bucks, depending on who the coach is. And they'll look at that video and send it back and dissect it for you. Um, all the car stuff, the technology changes all the time. Um, I do think tires are also a pretty big deal. Um, but I think from from a driver development standpoint, we're able to develop drivers so much faster now because you can learn when you're not right. in the race car. And I would put sim racing in there a little bit, too, even right. iRacing. Um, you could develop drivers now when they're not at the racetrack. And that was never an option for me when I started. Yeah. Any, you know, it goes back to the tires. Yeah. People are saying the wider tires. And I think back, it's like, yeah, the, the first tires we put on our MR2, we took off those 205s and 215s and 225s. We went straight to 265 4017s on all four corners. Did they rub everywhere? Hell yes, they rubbed everywhere, but we fixed that. <laughs> we figured out ways to get around that. And if we could have run 285, we, yeah, if we could have run 285s, we would have. And mainly that was to help the – I could use three sets of tires over, or maybe four sets of tires over a 10-race season. So it was it was life expectancy of the tires. When I went to the, to the uh, skinnier tires, they didn't last long. But, you know, you get the dual effect of lasting longer and being real, a lot faster. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Tires is one of them, too. <laughs> Wider tires, I should say. Not necessarily. You know, there's tires out there that they were two or three or seconds faster than the Derezas, which everybody was running at one point. Um, they were the – at one point, there was, a, there was a time when champ car people, chump car people, bought a set of tires to last the whole race. You rarely saw anybody changing tires on pit lane, ever. You just didn't see yeah. it. And you didn't hear that. <laughs> you didn't hear that. Then there was a change. I want to say 2018, 2017, 2018. You started hearing those those tire changes, those stickier tires being used. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just couldn't afford that. We stuck with the Derezzi. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, also, one more one more okay. question. Yeah, we're Almost here. About we, car. we get yeah. paid by the hour, so it's all right. <laughs> Gotta go. Doctor. Wait a second. <laughs> you have to start recalculating, Bill. Yeah. So, no, no, no. <laughs> you can't divide oh. into zero. That's it. Doesn't that's work. That's right. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, so I was uh, I was thinking. So a lot of people, since I do more than. Uh, I should say it's more than just champ car. Yeah, I pretty much yeah, that's cool. Champ car, There's but, other places out um, there. Oh, for sure. But then I, people ask me like, "Oh, Les, you know, how come you're not doing uh, the Drift Life GLTC, or you're not doing WRL or right. AR or Lucky Dog or any of those things?" I just, I personally, champ car works for me because of the schedule, right. and the timing, and the the rental seats. I know, I've, I've gotten to know a lot of the paddock now, and it's great. Yep. Um, but a lot of people, they want to know if they can have like maybe a parity type deal. So like if there's a car in, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Grid Life GLTC, but if they have a car there, is it almost champ car legal? Cage-wise, I always tell them at, that it is. Yeah. However, the modifications are always kind of a so that's, blurry line. So 
one of the issues, and, and again, I'm probably going to get yelled at tomorrow morning by everybody and my boss. One of the things I really push for is opening up the carbon fiber bits on cars, you know, at least limit it a bit because a lot of those, those grid life and we had other series out West that they would allow carbon fiber, you know, wings or whatever. And that's what they buy. You know, that's right. the guys in the magazine. They want carbon fiber because it's cool. Most of the stuff out there at one point was, was um, fiberglass with a carbon fiber overlay on it. So it wasn't really carbon fiber, not the paper thin right. stuff. So it, I, I don't get it. They, they just said no carbon fiber. That's kind of been a rule since the beginning. But I've been trying to get that opened up for years. We were close last year. We were close, but they ended up not doing it. I want, you know, I just, well, just allow one wing or allow a wing and a splitter in carbon, though I wouldn't want a splitter in carbon because that's a lot of sharp stuff on the track. Yeah. So, (laughs) um, but you know, there's guys out there do that stuff, but you know, sure. Have a wing in carbon fiber, just let them. And, and that would allow grid life folks to come over for the most part. Um, we've talked about doing a spec class at one point. I want to say it was like 2018, 2019, that if you had a spec series car, E30, spec Boxster, spec whatever, spec Miata, you could come and race with us in a spec class. You had to run at that spec weight with all the spec stuff on it. Um, and the problem was they had windows, you know, so check right. car wants the windows out of it at one point. We don't require that now. Want to say that, you know, don't misquote me. You can have the windows. You just have to have a covering over it. Um, right. So you know, it's we've tried many things, th- thinking of ways to do this. Um, who knows? They may, you know, they'll be talking about the rules uh, over the next few months with the petitions. Who knows what will come through? And I'd really like to see some of those guys come over. We the grid life guys actually started racing with Champ Car. They used yeah. us as their their kind of template of what they were going to do. So, yeah. you know, and and I partied with those guys at, at uh, PRI. So good. Yeah. Good folks. They're fun, man. Right. It's a but, good time. Oh, yeah. So it's, um, yeah. One day I'd like to see pretty much cross. Um, I think a lot of it, too, is that what you would, you know, some of those racing series don't have, you know, a big Ford LTD, 1972 LTD racing with them on the banking at Daytona right. doing 100 and, I don't know, 12 miles an hour. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know what that's, you know, you bring your little grid light, you bring your grid life Honda, whatever over that's really fast. And now you're up against cars that are a lot more weight, you know, your safety may not be, I don't know, you know, so. Right. Right. And I just always want to, and I'm just, I have no clue about building a race car or. <laughs> <laughs> A kid, but yeah, yeah, there's, there's just so many things and political there's, yeah, I wish, I really wish. I just see everyone. Like, I just tell everyone like is race as much as you can. Cause sometimes like if, you know, as, as we all, uh, maybe you guys don't know, but the grid life stuff sells out like oh yeah instantaneously. Right. So then someone's stuck with a race car in their garage and they're like, Oh, well, no, I can't race it or I can get tickets. And they're just kind of like bummed out. I'm like, Take it somewhere. Like yeah. there's a there's a track somewhere in America that will welcome you. I was sure. I was trying to get April Wine to come down to one of our Shannonville races. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Avril Levine or something like that, but everybody just looked at me all funny. 
honestly, <laughs> like if you get celebrities into it, I mean, you know the was it the the old Toyota? Um, oh, the celebrity, celebrity series, yeah, celebrity yeah. Yeah, like, races, yeah. That'd be cool, you know. It like, would be, yeah. You could do do something yeah. like that. Yep. Of course, they're going to be all hot supermodels, but hey, that's just me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have been known to hold an umbrella for. This someone. is where I get canceled tomorrow. By the way. <laughs> so yeah, but, all right. Hey, but yeah, and on that note, thanks, Wes, for joining us. And I, I've wanted to have you on here for quite a while. And uh, you know, it's it's great to see you at the track and see you uh, here on live TV, YouTube TV. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brian. All right. Oh, guess what? I forgot to hit record, by the way. Did you really? (laughs) Yeah. So I have to do wait till the YouTube thing gets done and I'll have to download that. I'm a loser. Yeah. I could do it again. I could do it again. Yeah. We're going to do this again. (laughs) Love it. Love it. All right. Thanks again, Wes. Uh, Bill, anything we got to talk about before we head home? Um, Yeah, actually. Before before I head home? (laughs) That's right. You got to go home still. Um, That's right. Yeah, we got a race coming up this weekend. We are at VIR for the twelve hour. We still got some spots open up. We had a couple of, uh, or we had a couple of late entries, which are not really late. A late entry would be once the green flag dropped. So, right. you know, you've got plenty of time. We might have a little bit of rain, so your front wheel drive cars are going to do quite well there. Um, great track to run on. Small, you know, it's a not too small a track. We go to smaller, but it's it's a fun track. Lots of elevation change. Super fast straightaway. A couple of curves thrown in there, and of course, Oak Tree Corner. Um, we're not going to be doing a broadcast this weekend, um, but we will be doing the uh, marching ants along with. I'll throw up a video camera. We'll get some some video, live video from the track for you guys. Um, so we got that going on, and then uh, we uh, come home for a day or two, and then uh, Jimmy and I head out to Harris Hill, Texas. The following weekend, we got a eight plus seven hour at that small Harris Hill track, which is insanely fun. Less if you ever want to go to a really, really fun place, uh, San Marcos, Texas. It is it is <laughs> wicked fun there. Um, great restaurants, great track. The people at the track are awesome. Um, some really cool cars show up to that racetrack. It's primarily a Miata track because that's what everybody seems to have there. But they um, there's all kinds. I got a one of our folks, their car burnt down last year, their 280Z. They've got that thing up and working, and it's not a turbo, I'm told, mm. even though it sounded like it had one. But um, <laughs> they've got that car working, and it uh, looks like they'll be entering that as well. And then uh, we, Jimmy and I, will go our own separate ways for a little bit. I'm going to see my sister in Oklahoma, and my uh, uh, Jimmy will be headed to NCM. I'll see my sister, then head out to NCM, and we got the national championship. You going to be in that one? Less the national championship race at NCM. I won't be, unfortunately. I think because I nobody wants to win. <laughs> That's <laughs> bunch of losers. That's what they are. <clears throat> but yeah, so then we head out to NCM and national championship. Everybody and their brother is going to be there. Um, we have uh, then go home and then we gear up for Daytona. Polly and I'll be running the uh, the show, or Polly will be running the show there. Um, and then also NCM, we're going to be live with the video. So it'll be a fun time. Gear, cool. The year's kicking off. So, all right, Les, right. thanks very much and uh, for joining us. And, uh, Brian, you too. Now we can finish. All right. 
Also, cool. I have to tell my mom. Oh, wait. I have to say to my, I have to give a shout out to my mom. Yes, you I love do. Mom, love my aunt because I'm a big mama's boy. So let's <laughs> dedicate all my videos and all my things to my mom because she definitely supports me through all this madness that I do. <laughs> awesome. There you go. All right. That's going to do it for another episode of Inside Champ Car. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast. You won't miss any episodes. It would also be great if you'd share it on your social media channels. You can comment on the Champ Car Facebook page, especially if it's a good one. New episodes every week. He's Bill Strong. I'm Brian Belansky. You are listening to the Racing Wire Podcast Network. You're watching Champ Car live on YouTube. Have yourself a great week and go play with cars.